It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM560, The Answer. On AM560, The Answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you? Well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show, our adventure guide, He Is Ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey. Hey. And how are you on this Saturday morning in Chicago live? Hey, we got some snow, didn't we? We got a little snow. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it looks good. I would like to think that this snow would remain until the uh, 24th and 25th of December. We'll see. White Christmas and all that. Hey, it's just weather. We had a year. We had a whole year to to, to wait for it and plan for it. <clears throat> okay, got that one over with. You know, in my opinion, I think that symptoms uh, are overrated uh, in this country. And I'd like to touch on that as the show goes on. And, uh, well, let's face it. Uh, we're a symptom-centered society. Um, we're all about symptoms. I mean, when you say hello to somebody, you call them on the phone, first thing you're getting is, is how they're feeling. And generally, you know, you don't say, hello. Uh, yeah, hi, George. How you doing today? Uh, I'm on the top of the world. I'm on the top of my world. When did, when, when did you ever hear anybody answer the phone and they tell you how great they're doing? Generally, if they're giving you a report on how they're doing, likely so will be a, a litany, uh, or maybe a short list, of symptomatology. And it's generally not, oh, I had the sleep last night, like I can't believe. I slept so deeply, and I dreamed awesome. I woke up refreshed, and I'm just a happy little camper. Um, I just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hear people saying things like that. So... <clears throat> I want to face up to that overratedness that uh, that we that we have as a status for our symptoms in this country. Also, um, I want to reflect on new uh, information coming in that pertains to voice changes. You know how you how your voice changed when you get near adolescence. Voice changed. Right. You know, went from that little girly sound to uh, a, a crackling frog sound there for a while. Um, voice changes are natural in the course of a human life, but new voice changes might be indicative of diseases that are oncoming. And I'd like to cover that uh, a little bit later in the show. Um, you know my my stand on melatonin 
and other hmm, important elements of the body, this one being a very important and critical hormone, and, and, and what my attitude is in taking anything you don't need to take. Now, for most of us in this country who are having sleep challenges, we think that we're melatonin deficient as pushed on us by a a particular or or whatever nutraceutical company that says we're melatonin deficient. And, 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 And I don't believe that for a moment, but there are ways that we can drive the levels of melatonin down in the body by lifestyle and then by freeing ourselves up of some of the the tragedy that exists uh, in the activities that we're doing um that are destructive and 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 the and the and the the other activities that would be helpful that we're not doing and and, and in conjunction with each other we can make for a better melatonin factory in our body much less you know falling to the uh the taking of melatonin as a supplement. So I'll t- touch on that a little bit later too. Oh, here's here's one. I Every so often I think about this, then I forget it, and I remember. And I, do you ever remember and then you forget it? But then you remember, but then you forget it again? I, this has been something I've been wanting to share for many shows now. I'm going to start sharing with you some of the most common complaints that I get from patients who are getting healthier, the healthier patients. You know, those that are striving towards health haven, as I call it. Now, health haven, if you're a a, a new tuner inner, um, health haven uh, is is a legitimate place that we can get to. And and health haven means that that, that you have a vitality, a robustness, a, a, a strength, a fervor about you, a personality that 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 seems to have a driving force behind it, that to me is a healthy person who resides in health haven. They're not stimulated by by coffee uh, and 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 other attributes of 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 uh, technology. But to be truly healthy means to be vitalistically healthy. And to be vitalistically healthy means, well, Oh, you, you've got the gumption to do something that maybe you know, some someone else may not want to do because you know they've already got themselves pulled back, you know because see they're res, they're conserving their energy because they're not as healthy today as they used to be and they think like a burning candle with age that you know their life is fading moment to moment so they're in conservation mode. But a person who's vitalistically healthy has the gumption to do something that another person might balk at, yet they will go ahead and do it. But then they have the physical ability to pull it off and to succeed. And then that lights a fire for further pursuits, further adventures. And you know our byline here on HealthQuest is make your life an adventure in health, not in sickness or disease. And it's interesting that in, uh, this happened several times this last week. Now, it happens quite a bit, but it seems like we had a run on this situation that I wanted to share with you in our offices this, this past week. Discussions with uh, patients uh, that I had, just incidental discussions with them. We share patients with other doctors, other health entities out there. 
It could be anything as as small as the local hospital uh, all the way to, you know, Mayo Clinic. So we're co-sharing patients who visit both places. And so, of course, when they go to the Mayo Clinic, the Cleveland, whatever, Monroe, whatever whatever that that is, then they come into our office and we're, again, co-sharing in consultation. And, And it's interesting all the questions that I get that are remaining unanswered when patients see their doctor. And what I noticed this week, even more than normal, are the patients who came in and told me that they asked their doctor about a particular you know, thing that they're working on there, and, and, and the doctor has no answer. He, he refers the patient to their portal, or the nurse's staff refers the patient to the portal, or the support staff, they defer you to the portal. And even one of our patients this week found information in their portal that was never that was never spoken to them. That was never shared with them. They found information in the portal as if the portal has now become a medical waste dump. And it's it's really sad because in that portal system, that waste dump. It's, it's accounting for why so many doctors are not wanting to share anything with their patients. And so they're leaving their patients in a, in a, in a lurch. Now, of course, when they come into our office, they, they ask us all about the unanswered questions that they asked of their doctor who referred them to the portal, which I now call a you know, full of waste products, and I call it a portal potty, uh, the, the, this, this waste dump that doctors are are referring their patients to rather than spend time with them in consultation. I saw a headline this this week how more and more doctors are preferring to be employed than have private practice. Now, what I mean by that and what the headline means, there are many doctors, more and more doctors who are closing practices and they're actually wanting to you know come into the authority, come into an employment of somebody else. And 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 it's sad because this portal potty thing ends up being a dump, dumping ground for subjects doctors do not want to talk about when it comes to their patients. Instead, we chase symptoms all around our body. And so today, I believe symptoms are overrated. And many doctors tell their patient that they don't give them the information. They just say, hey, Bob, just go until it blows. You know, your problem isn't significant enough. So go. Just go. Go until it blows. Till it becomes... A real issue. Uh, what kind of an issue? One that is followed by symptoms. So today, I haven't got time for the pain. It's really sad, isn't it? Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Dr. David Kolbaba, natural health care practitioner, board-certified clinical nutritionist with advanced degrees in clinical nutrition. Now, did you know Dr. Kolbaba is one of only nine doctors in the whole darn state of Illinois that has attained this level of education in clinical nutrition? He's one of America's original health coaches, and he is a board-certified addiction professional, and he is the founder and show host of HealthQuest Radio, Chicago's longest-running health news and science show. No time for the pain? Jeez. You 
You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Go to healthquestradio.com. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Time for the pain. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's sad because in, in our country today, I think I think that symptoms are certainly overrated. Uh, it's uh, it's sad though that at the same time that we as doctors are not wanting to engage the patient. Instead, we we just tell you what we think you need to hear is and just do this take this drug get this thing done it's about you coming under my authority and you need not to use your brain just just sit down shut up and 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 take this to the pharmacy and in many times you talk to the support staff of those same doctors and the and the the support staff are saying exactly the same thing it's not it's not it's not for for every office, any doctor's office out there where the staff reflects precisely and exactly, you know, the doctor's view. But in many cases, I would put it upon the doctor that that creates the environment um, in the office that they work in. And as I mentioned before the break, so many doctors now deferring their uh, their profession uh, from private practice and, and becoming employees of an entity like like a hospital that is generally run by non-medical staff. It's, it's just an interesting uh, a facet of where we're going. Uh, later on in the show, I would like to uh, ask the question and see what you think prior to us discussing it, and that is, what are our diets like today as compared with decades before, with the improvement of, of science, technology, and all that? To what extent are we further ahead being able to access higher quality foods versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And it's one thing to say I want to eat uh, high nutritive foods, but it's another thing to have a body that can handle the nutrients. And as I say, take in the good, take in the vitality of the food that we eat. 
You know, in, in a discussion yesterday, I was referring to the average American, the average person out there, not being able to to take a particular nutritive supplement and have it get to the targeted organ that they're taking it for, to, to make the targeted change or, or, or adjustment, solving their underlying problem. Instead, at best, so many nutritive supplements uh, assuage uh, a symptom, uh, giving the individual the impression that the supplement actually worked. Now, assuage, let me define that, assuage. <laughs> the definition of assuage is make an unpleasant feeling less intense. Assuage. Got it? And I believe that for so many people who have their symptoms assuaged, they get the impression that the nutraceutical, like the medicine, is, is working. And for, for so many nutraceutical companies today, those that tend to be less scrupulous are actually okay with that, in that they're giving the individual a phase shift, a, a symptom shift in their symptom complex, nothing more than, than, than that relief of symptoms. And that's... Yeah, remember that? That's all he wants you to do is get a relief. And the relief of symptoms giving the individual taking the nutritional supplement the impression that what they're taking, like a drug, albeit natural, is actually working for them. But the problem is, the problem I have with the scenario is that the person, the patient, the individual people, just like you, you're prone to repeat your order, the, you know, your, your, your purchase of the product seeking to reduce or eliminate, you know, the, the symptomatology that you have. While, while, in my belief, you're never addressing the underlying issue that continues to progress and fulminates like, like, like a gushing fountain. And, and then all of a sudden the, the symptom re, you know, recurs and then you, you're, you're back to the bottle again. And just like there are lazy doctors who send you to the portal potty. There are patients who are lazy too, or complacent, whatever. You just don't want to be in the pain. You just don't want to have the symptom. And you know what? I'm, I share the human race with you, and I would say I don't have time for the, for the pain either. But symptomatic relief smothers the body's ability to communicate with you. Do you get that? When you drink that liquor at night, when you wind down at night, when you take that supplement even from your well-meaning natural medicine doctor or you take a medication, the kinds that you see on TV, it smothers the body's ability to communicate with you. If you were to put a microphone on your body and say, yo, body, what are you trying to say here? Your body's trying to tell you that something is awry. But you see, too many nutraceutical companies today, now, not the ones I work with, okay? So I want you to know that I vet Every company whose products we carry on our show here, as well as those in our clinical practice. So I'm not talking about those companies, but I am saying that too many companies, nutraceutical companies today, they're good to go with that rationale. Perhaps figuring that that that's what all the pharmaceutical companies are currently doing. So let's do that too. The thing is, what we can do with our product, don't you know? Is 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 we can behind, we can we can hide behind the adage that that we can say it's natural. See, so the person can have headache relief, and they're taking a supplement because it's natural. Do you remember the high fructose corn syrup, in the commercials? It's natural. 
so is cyanide. So is carbon monoxide. So is radiation from the sun. I, I find this so disgusting that so many companies are getting behind that symptom shift because I believe in this com- country of ours, symptoms are overrated. We chase them down and treat them like enemies rather than think that it's a conveyance of information that's coming from our body, our body like a loyal dog. If you have a dog, you know what it's like. The dog is so loyal. Maybe not your cat. But the dog, okay, we're talking dogs, not cats or lizards, hamsters, gerbils, whatever. Your dog, look how, remember how, how your dog looks at you in the face? It's like you could do no wrong. Your body like a dog, we've done several shows on that actually. Your body like a dog is so loyal. But what makes things even worse is that people like you might be, you don't want to label yourself, but you might be complacent. You might be lazy. I don't know. Certainly unmotivated individuals who do not have time for the pain. So they fall victim to the symptomatic relief, the symptomatic relief system that's out there. The average person continuously falls into the trap by getting symptomatic. See, you want the symptomatic relief and you're getting it, but it's a dead end. And I know it's conveyed to us that relief is just to swallow away, but here's a question you might ask me, okay? <clears throat> Dr. Kobaba, how prevalent is this that people are willing to settle for symptomatic relief rather than ferreting out the, the true cause of their symptoms? You know, why, why is it, Doc, that, that people like us are like that? And I do say it's all too prevalent today. That's why I'm talking about it now. It's sad to say the problem It's a terrible problem because, you see, now this is the get now. Here's the get. Many common symptoms, maybe the ones you're experiencing, that are dampened by analgesics and and supplementation, many common symptoms are indicative of an underlying condition that's progressing. It's moving on like a steamroller, meaning that, that the condition will worsen over time with you abating the symptoms of your body telling you it's there, which is creating even more symptoms later and a a dysfunction that will progress well beyond the ability for any nutritive supplement or any medication to do anything to abate not just the symptom, but ultimately the disease itself. And that's a tragedy because it's it's like you could be like a time bomb then. And that perhaps explains why so many people are on pain medications in this country today, leaving them heavily addicted and and suicidal, unable to get symptomatic relief over time. Why do you think the use of these drugs escalates? Because what worked at one time doesn't work all the time, especially with repeated use. Now, without the side effects of drugs, nutrient supplements deaden and their ability to secure the results that you want as well. Now, I know there's a way out, and I want to talk about that with you, but I know we need to take a, a, a very short break here. It's HealthQuest Saturday morning, pre-ordering the book, uh, uh, The Caveman Way to Get Healthier. That's available by calling 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. The Winter Survival Kit, I see the snow. I believe winter's on its way. But you got to keep it right here, okay? Okay. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's, uh, it is what it is.
Hey, are you an adventure eater? Actually, most of us Americans are adventure eaters, eating too much of those highly processed factory foods. If you could stand to lose just a little weight, you might be an adventure eater. Overeating alone can drain our body's ability to properly digest the food we do eat, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. Gastric acids and many other digestive enzymes are depleted with overeating, and the body loses its ability to fully digest even the best of healthy foods. Now, Zypan from Standard Process is especially made for all of us adventure eaters and, and made for the rest of us who experience ongoing digestive challenges. Zypan is not a miracle drug. Instead, it's a vitalistic nutritive supplement that contains some of those missing nutritional pieces that can lead to better digestion. Call 800-794-1855 to order Zypan for you or someone you know and love. Zypan is natural. It's safe. It's effective. That's 800-794-1855. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. Almost all disease is stress-related. So how do you score on the stressometer scale? An average day-to-day, -day, 0 to 10, with 10 being the worst? That's what I thought. And I know if you could have done something to lower those stressful burdens of yours, I know you would have done it by now. But here's something you can do right now, not tomorrow. Try Quiet Mind today. You see, Quiet Mind is a classical herbal stress management formula used for centuries in traditional Chinese medicine to help nourish and calm the heart, even your heart. Quiet Mind is designed for those with anxiety and those who have sleep issues related to stress. Quiet Mind also contains special herbs traditionally used to help reset organ systems ravaged by ongoing stress. You know, you don't have to be stressed out to do something, so call 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. When I was a kid, I used to go to the clinic, and the doctor would come in, and he would sit down and light up a cigarette and sit and talk to my mom and myself while he smoked his cigarette before he examined me. True story. Very true. It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. Please call our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call, one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make, for your sake. 800-794-1855. know is it's gonna happen go to healthquestradio.com you know what you could say that it is legitimate that i don't have time for the pain you know life has its discomforts jammed down our throats every day and you'd say i really don't you know i i don't this isn't the right time you know, earlier I was talking to Tomas about his newly purchased home, and we were talking about the new problems he has or challenges yeah. as a as a. So you have them. Yes, I have lots of problems. Um, the walls have a popcorn paint all over. Okay, it's all right. We don't need to go there. We just yeah. no. But I was just saying Struggle. that sometimes. When we want to make changes in our lives, a lot of times we're just going to go one more day, one more day, one more day. That's why bathrooms, you know, 
renovations never get done. And then you go to sell your house and you get this pristine bathroom reconstruction going. So the new owners have this awesome bathroom and you you were <laughs> you were there with the toilet paper hanging on a nail. You know, I mean, you know, for 15 years, you know, so it, the, sometimes the problems in life that make our lives less comfortable, sometimes they trigger changes. And, and that's precisely, I, I think, why so many problems exist. The challenges of life steer us in directions we may not naturally go because creatures of habit and not wanting to have the pain or discomfort, all of us would love to have nothing happen today. You know, if everybody in my life, how can I soar like an eagle when I'm surrounded by a bunch of turkeys? You know what I'm saying? Just everybody behave for one day. I, I just want some peace and quiet. And, and in that, I don't think we would ever grow. And I, I, as I said before the break, many of the most common symptoms that are indicative of an underlying condition that's progressing, meaning that the condition's going to be worsening over time. If you take symptom relief medication, if you continue to take symptom relieving nutraceuticals, What's going to happen is that the condition is going to worsen over time, creating even more symptoms and dysfunction that's going to progress well beyond the ability for whatever you're taking to work. Um, and what's going to happen, what's going to emerge from that, just like, you know, the gushing, you know, volcano, what's going to come from within is a disease that has monstrous uh, uh, ramifications to it. And as I said, that's maybe why... So many people in this country are, are on pain medications. I, you've heard me give this stat before. The America, the United States of America represents less than 5% of the world's population. We're using over 85% of, of the world's supply of medication. Now, what that means is 95, 96% of the, of, of the world's population, they're, they're using the leftover 15% of the world's medication. And 34 countries, at least, arguably, up to 50 other countries are living longer than we are in this country using way less medications. Now, they're doing something different than we're doing here. And in a little bit, we're going to bring up the diet, our diet in this country today versus years ago, is it improved, the same, or what? But you can understand, my, my question about how people get caught in this drug thing, can you relate? I mean, are there similar stories in your sphere of friends or with relatives where they're stuck in these pain, you know, pain medications that aren't working? It's, I believe it's epidemic in this country today spawned you know spawned on by irresponsible doctors and 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 fitful patients who experience excruciating chronic pain day in and day out and whether it's pain or some other symptom we're truly creatures of comfort i am too none of us including myself wants to be in pain or discomfort something as simple as a, a small rock in your shoe or a blister, or hangnail, how about that? Or a shirt tag, <laughs> for me. Or any of those things can drive us crazy. Even an itch you can't reach can drive us crazy. Now the thing is, I believe the people who are healthier, those in the higher ranks of healthiness, are they less uncomfortable in life, per se, physically? I'd say, Totally yes. I would say totally yes. And I also believe that the reverse is true. 
that people who live in the lower levels of health are more likely to become more uncomfortable, have more pain and misery. Now, when we come back, uh, what is the, the, the biggest complaint I get from healthy people in our office? I'll tell you more about that when we come back, but you gotta keep it right here, okay? Okay. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. The truth is, viruses cannot be killed, and unlike bacteria, viruses are not alive. A virus is what we call a biologic entity, but we can still do something. We can destroy a virus or even keep it from being able to launch its attack on our bodies before, during, and after exposure. And this is why you need to get the kit are a winter survival kit. Your body can protect you from these infectious bugs, but but it needs a little help building up its immune defenses. And the best offense is a great defense. And that's why you need the kit. It's a perfect strategy for every infectious bug, as well as those non-living, can't-kill viruses. Our winter survival kit is a must for your home or workplace. It contains targeted nutritional components that can get the job done before, during, and after any infectious exposure. So get the kit. For details, call our health Quest Radio Hotline, 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. All right, glad to have you with us today. It is HealthQuest Radio on a Saturday with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. It's no mistake you're listening today. Here he is, the trailblazer himself, Dr. Kolbaba. Hey, doctor, what do you got for us? Well, I want to um, get to uh, <laughs> one of the most common complaints I get from people just like you who might be on your way up, might be getting healthier. Uh, I do get complaints. There's some uh, pitfalls of getting healthy. Uh, You will never have any friends anymore. Uh, That's one of them. (laughs) It's just a joke, okay? A joke. You know, they say you can't take take it with you. Well, I tell you what, you can take your friends with you. If you start getting healthy, why not bring your friends along? So I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit, just cover the subject. One of the most common complaints I get from people who are getting people who are getting healthier. Um, I do want to touch on melatonin. Uh, this is a headline article that I have posted at healthquestradio.com in detail, so you can go there. Maybe it could be my notes on the subject if you want to you know, get a peek in on what that is like inside my brain. Um, the uh, headline is, Deprived of Sleep, Many Turn to Melatonin despite the risks. Now today, the title of our show is Symptoms Are Overrated. I believe because we turn them into enemies and we subjugate the symptom, kill it at best, and then the underlying condition blows on. And it just continues to go on and it continues to develop until some big dastardly thing happens where you graduate into a doctor's presence where now we'll take you. You see, before, we'll throw it in a portal potty. You know, all the crap, all the all the waste, the stuff that we don't want to tell you about that's brewing inside, you just take this little analgesic to keep you busy, and then the uh, condition gets uh, fulminating, it gets so out of hand that then you wash over the waterfall, you fall into the falls where 94% of all the doctors that practice in this country are waiting there. Half suicidal because they're so overstressed. 
by the overstressed patients that are coming their way, that there are rare doctors out there who can work upstream and work without the drama, the hysteria that comes below the falls. You see, upstream where I treat most of our patients, and I find some of our newer patients are below the falls, so I'm down there too in the froth. I hate it there. So I help help them swim upstream to get out of the drama and the hysteria and start working, working as two mindful people about a life that could be more full. And this article basically talks about what they're referring to an over-the-counter sleep aid that often is mistaken for a supplement. Melatonin is a hormone, people. It's a hormone. It's not a supplement. It's a powerful hormone that that plays an important role in human biology. And, And you see, specialists are questioning now whether increasing levels could be doing more harm than good. Now, if you are termed an insomniac, here's, here's, a, here's a telltale sign, and I'll let you read the article at healthquestradio.com, and I think you and many people in your life would want to read this, not just because of melatonin, because the more melatonin we use, the less melatonin our body will produce, but some of the reasons why our body's not producing the melatonin is because of our lifestyle. Insomnia means that you have disturbed sleep at least three times a week, and it happens for more than three months. Now, people have been saying, I've been having that symptom for years. Okay, well, then you're an insomniac. Now, there's a functional versus dysfunctional insomniac. The dysfunctional insomniac, which is rare, is one that has something going on. Could be a brain tumor, something very exotic. The dysfunctional or the, the, the functional version of insomnia would be the person who's bringing it on because of a, of, of, of a lifestyle. People who are not eating correctly, water, and, they're, and they're, not, they're skipping meals and they're not moving their body, are those that will present with an insomnia-like life. It's really not insomnia. Sure, you're not sleeping, but it's not true insomnia. It's one that you're bringing on. So I'll let you read that article at healthquestradio.com. Uh, I think it's under hot topics, I think. So you have to go there, okay? Um, have diets improved much? Uh, well, I would say this as I've studied this and I've read uh, a, a recent research. The United States is near the bottom of the list as far as, as, far as high quality food eating. And all you got to do is talk to somebody from another land who's living here, and they'll tell you they never ate like we eat now. And obviously, those people might have eaten in their land, you know, a long time ago. So it's hard to, you know, compare apples and apples when they lived there at a different time. But but based on what what I'm reading here, diets are still closer to this the poor score of zero with loads of sugar and processed meats, which you know that. And there are uh, the, 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 the what we could be eating that's opposing that low score, we're not even eating. So we're not even talking about the quality of the fruits and vegetables that we're not eating. We're saying we're not eating them whether they're good or bad, whether they are of high nutrition or low nutrition, not to talk about herbicides, insecticides and things like that. So they're not going into our mouth. And so I'm wondering if they're not going into our mouth, then how are we ever going to be able to get the nutritive value from what we eat, if we're <laughs> if what we're eating is not in our mouth to chew it, 
Mah, I'll just have another Oriole. Or maybe what I'll do, I'll just go and uh, I'll just have me some more chips. Uh, have you ever opened up a little bag of chips that I'm just going to uh, go with the two, maybe the three? And then you crinkle up the package and you throw it in a waste paper basket because it's empty and you don't know how it happened. It happened during the movie sometime. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Uh, 800-794-1855. Uh, get your pre-order on our book, okay? It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. So how long were you told that you'd be on that medication that you're taking? <laughs> That's what I thought. Sad, but it's the same for everyone else. Question, do you believe it's possible for you to be set free from the medication that you are presently on? Or are you stuck taking it forever, not to mention all of the side effects? And how good could it feel to finally become drug-free? You know, the United States makes up less than 5% of the world's population, yet we use over 85% of the world's supply of medication. And that means that 95% of the world is using the 15% leftover medications, with 34 countries living longer than we do here in the United States today. Helping our body regain its health using a more natural approach can reduce the need for these dangerous medications. So let's begin your adventure in health today. Call 800-794-1855 to reserve your new patient strategy consultation. That's 800-794-1855. Dr. David Kolbaba, natural health care practitioner, board-certified clinical nutritionist with advanced degrees in clinical nutrition. Now, did you know Dr. Kolbaba is one of only nine doctors in the whole darn state of Illinois that has attained this level of education in clinical nutrition? He's one of America's original health coaches, and he is a board-certified addiction professional, and he is the founder and show host of HealthQuest Radio, Chicago's longest-running health news and science show. Yeah, we are family. We really are part of each other's lives, huh? Um, more exemplified by problems we bring up and challenges we present with. Worldwide, our diets are not doing very well. Only 10 countries representing less than 1% of the world's population had diet scores over 50, which is good. Nations with the highest diet scores included, get this, you never would know it, Vietnam, Iran, um, Indonesia, and India, while the lowest scoring countries included Brazil, Mexico, the United States, and Egypt. Isn't it interesting? What you don't know, you don't know. But once you know it, we can make adjustments. And those that do find life is more worth living. For us not having to make symptoms something that we overrate in this country of ours. Going to doctors who don't care or can't care because they're under such scrutiny, under so much pressure treating people below the falls that make them fodder for the risks of life-limiting 
suicide ideation, whatever you want to call it, suicidal thoughts and so on. When people are near the brink, they make poor decisions. But the opposite is true. As I said before, people who are healthier, those in higher ranks of healthiness, they're less uncomfortable. They're less, they're less frustrated with life. That's how you, we got to get you there. We got to get you healthier. We have to get you to a higher place of higher health. So I want to get to the complaint. This is one of the most common complaints I get from people who are getting near to healthiness. In other words, they're far away from being unhealthy and they're getting closer and closer to the shoreline of health haven. Here's one. It's really kind of interesting, but it's, you know what it is? It's, it's that their nails and their hair grows too fast. Can you answer that? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, like they, they, I, I just trimmed my nails last week. They're growing so fast. I can't, I'm spending more money at the hairdresser. Now, what do you think that means? When a body is healthier and more vibrant, more robust, the timing of its growth and its own nutrition that's reflected in a symptom of type would be that your nails grow at a speed that's faster than people who are not healthy. But you didn't know that. So what I'd like to have you do, pre-order the book, The Caveman Way to Get Healthy-er, because all I want to do with you is help you get healthy-er. Just an er. But you got to make that call. It's 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. Maybe you should turn yourself in and say, you know what? I want to become part of the process of getting healthier. So this time next year, I'll be in better shape and my nails will be growing faster than I want them to. My hair will be growing. You know, we've had some people get so healthy, their hair went back to its original color. Ugh, it's so interesting getting people Yeah, I noticed help. that. That happened to me once. Is it, see? Okay, got to make that call. 800-794-1855. 800-794-1855. Appreciate you. You be blessed. Have a great and Merry Christmas. See you next time. <laughs>